0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You repel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation, this is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry,
1: Bahamas. So leaky gut is a big, big deal. Most people come in here have it. What is it? It's when the inside of your intestines gets damaged. And when it gets damaged, the inside of your intestines uh, I'll take a step back, you eat, food goes in, it should get digested in the stomach in, the, in, in mainly in the small intestines. And the nutrients should be absorbed, excuse me, on the inside uh, of your intestines are these little hair-like fingers called villi. They sh- the nutrients should be absorbed there and the toxins should go into the toilet. If you're constipated and you're not going into the toilet, you're not detoxifying. So that's the whole, that's kind of the whole simplicity uh, uh, of that flow. These toxins should not go in through your gut and into your bloodstream, okay? Because they don't belong there. They're toxins. They belong in the toilet. When they get into the bloodstream, your immune sees these toxins and other things that we'll get through, we're gonna talk about in in a few minutes as foreign bodies and they will attack. This is one of the ways you get inflammatory responses, immune inflammation. We're gonna talk about something called lipopolysaccharides that when it gets, when it's in your gut, they're fine. When it gets out of your gut, it can create massive autoimmune inflammation or inflammation in general. So, okay, so we have this leaky gut and basically what happens is that the gut can be compromised and then things that should be going into the toilet are going through the inside, through the side of your intestines, and into the and into the bloodstream where it doesn't belong. This is a big, big problem. Okay, yeah, and, and I'm going to tell you right now if you've ever had a surgery on your intestines, you know people say, well, what's what what causes leaky gut and and celiac causes leaky gut. Uh, um, um, Crohn's disease can cause leaky gut because it can go all throughout your system from your your, uh, large intestines to your small intestines to even your stomach and throat and mouth and and stomach and throat and esophagus. Um, Celiac, gluten intolerance. If you have gluten intolerance, it's one of the more common causes of leaky gut. It breaks down the villi, those little fingers I talked about. Stress, stress increases cortisol responses, okay. Cortisol, that little that little, uh, or not so little um, uh, a chemical that the adrenals make when you get stressed, that hormone and it gets up and, and, it, and cortisol is actually a good part of your immune system. But when it goes up because of stress responses, it can screw up your blood sugar, it can create inflammation. One of the things it does is it has an affinity for the inside of your intestines because cortisol is part of your immune system response to inflammation. And so cortisol is part of that 70% of the immune system that's on the inside of intestines. It has an affinity for the inside of your intestines. But when it's too much, when it goes up 200, 300, 400, 500%, as it can in very stressful situations, it'll attack and damage the inside of your intestines. And the next thing you know, you will have um, uh, leaky gut. Antibiotics. Okay, who of us, I'm, who of us, has not <laughs> had antibiotics? At least in my age group, I just realized the other day. Now I, I am a boomer. I just, I just uh, came to that understanding. So for those of you who, who are in the boomer age group, and you've, you've had antibiotics for sure. But antibiotics are still being fairly cavalierly used. They're finding out now that one exposure to antibiotics changes your microbiome forever that's a subject for another day just telling you that that's a big cause of um of leaky gut there are a lot of other things i mean you can you cannot have enough hydrochloric acid in your stomach from stress to uh, maybe your gallbladder is not working right most people don't realize that your gallbladder and your pancreas don't just put out digestive stuff as far as breaking down fats and Breaking down your starches and carbohydrates, but they also put out anti-inflammatory enzymes. So there's a lot of things that cause a leaky gut. I'll tell you one of the biggest, and and and, and I won't say one of the biggest, but one of the more profound causes is surgery. So a lot of people will have surgeries on their intestines. You have a permanent leaky gut. Okay, I had a surgery on my intestines at like five weeks old, and I and I'm sure that. <laughs> I have permanent leaky gut. I've been tested for leaky gut. I have it, uh, I take care of it, but I think if I took the test today, I would probably test for leaky gut. So, So these are just kind of the general parameters of leaky gut. Leaky gut is, why is leaky gut important? Okay, leaky gut is important because when things get out of the gut, then they can create issues. So if you get food sensitivities, they that get that, that undigested food particles that get out of there, that's one of the ways that you can develop food sensitivities. Because when they, when those particles get into your bloodstream, then the immune system sees them, they attack, and now you get a sensitivity to food, a sensitivity which can be controlled uh, by the way. But there's, there's other things that are that are significant that when they get out of the gut, they create big time problems. They're not, Conversant yet with all of the all of like the bacteria in the uh, um, in the gut that's causing a lot of things. Now, you've, if you've watched a lot of, of my presentations, you'll know that I've talked about bacteria that cause rheumatoid arthritis and bacteria that cause lupus, and um, that model is starting to fall apart. Uh, I, I was to a seminar back in early September. And they were saying that it's not that clear that it's one-to-one between this bacteria and rheumatoid arthritis, but it is clear that the gut is affecting rheumatoid arthritis. It is clear that the gut is, is affecting and or probably creating lupus, but it's a little bit more amorphous than they thought that it was. So when these things get out, when these bacteria get out, um, they cause problems. And it was Hippocrates who said, look to the gut, for the cause of all sickness and disease. That was, uh, I think 450 or 500 BC. It's kind of, and, and, and I think the Chinese, like a couple thousand years ago said fire in the belly, fire in the brain. And so we're finding out that that this data has been around a long time, but it's now becoming pretty well confirmed. So this leaky gut is no small thing. and And some people will argue that you can heal your leaky gut and uh, but 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 the people that I study with and the people that I count on for hardcore data that counts data that I can use to help to uh, create improvement and positive results in, in, in clinical practice, uh, their position currently is you never heal a leaky gut. You you get it under control and you keep it under control with diet and supplements and stress management and. If there's a disease there, you get rid of that. And, and so, 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 leaky gut is very high in the hierarchy of, of treating autoimmune problems, uh, endocrine problems, um, brain problems. A lot of people come in and they're surprised when we put, I, we have an Alzheimer's patient right now. And we haven't been able to get the testing that we wanted yet. And we're just getting the testing done, so the patient's been, we do functional neurology too, so we've done functional brain rehab exercises. We have the patient using oxygen because they didn't have enough oxygen to your brain. If you've watched the previous uh, segments, then you'll understand why oxygen's important. It's a basic to getting better. And we've got her using oxygen. We've got her doing some general, it's called exercise with oxygen therapy. We are doing that getting oxygen to her brain, and we ever do a brain exercise, and she's on our diet. And we, nothing magical, we use 10 different diets. She's on the autoimmune, paleo diet, uh, plus a few more foods taken off of it to dampen immune inflammation and to dampen inflammation in general. She's, gone, she's probably gone from like a stage five, there, there's a couple of rating systems, and I use the one at zero to seven. She's probably gone from an early stage five to a late stage three. Just doing that. Okay, just doing that. What is that telling me? It's telling me that dampening immune inflammation to her intestines is part of what's causing her hippocampus to be, which is where Alzheimer's starts and proceeds before it gets into the really bad areas, um, is, is what's causing the inflammatory responses in her brain and they're dampening down. She's noticeably better. It was very exciting to see her the other day because both her and her husband were like, really like, oh, this is amazing. And we haven't even started on supplements yet, okay? So it's pretty cool. So, so the gut's big. It's big, it's big, it's big. And, and the, so leaky gut, I think, so leaky gut is high, high, high on the, on, the, um, on the scale of hierarchy in taking care of chronic conditions. Period. I don't care what's it's fatigue, I don't care what's chronic fatigue, if it's brain fog, uh, if it's Alzheimer's, if it's Parkinson's. In the fact, they're saying that Parkinson's starts in the gut now. I mean, like definitively saying that it starts in the gut. It, it's way more than just irritable bowel syndrome gut. It's uh, there are bacteria we're gonna talk about right now that can cause diabetes, even if you're eating properly, even if you're exercising, even if you're thin and all of a sudden you like develop diabetes and you go like, what happened? you have leaky gut, I will guarantee you have leaky gut. So basically, how do you figure out if you got leaky gut? <laughs> okay, one of the things could be, if you're one of those people who can't eat anything and, 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 and I, I every single food I eat is is a sensitive issue, you start thinking, mm, maybe I got a leaky gut, maybe those undigested food particles are getting through and the next thing you know, uh, I'm, I'm developing food sensitivities. There's other things that cause that type of What's called mucosal or oral intolerance. There's histamine responses. There are other things, but leaky. But if you have that, one of the first things you're probably going to think is, I probably have a leaky gut. I can't. I'm, I'm just sensitive to all these foods. I can't eat them. I want a better diet, and you're going to give me, and and I and I'm still not getting better because you're probably developing new food sensitivities to the to the foods you already have. All of those things in a patient history is going to alert me to the fact uh, of uh, the fact that 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 the patient might have a leaky gut. Classic symptoms, increasing frequency of food reactions, just what I just said. Unpredictable food reactions, food reactions like broccoli, (laughs) okay? Food reactions of foods that you're like, asparagus, I can't eat asparagus? Like what the heck is that? What the heck is that? Is that an undigested asparagus particle got through your gut and into your bloodstream and you have a sensitivity. Now understand, not an allergy, that's gonna be another whole segment, okay? and unpredictable abdominal swelling, okay? So this and, and frequent bloating and distension. After eating, these are bacteria. These are bad bacteria that are getting out of the gut. We're gonna talk about those in a second. Uh, that could be a sign of small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And then aches and pains and swelling throughout the whole body. Just what I said, okay? And the main one that causes that is, is something called a lipopolysaccharide. So inside of your intestines. Okay, so we have leaky gut, you get those symptoms. You get any of those symptoms, you gotta start thinking, I probably have a leaky gut. Then you look online (laughs) and you go, oh, there's like a zillion people who have leaky gut programs with their leaky gut. Autoimmune paleo diet, probably. Autoimmune paleo diet is the most common one I see online. And then they have their, the glutamate, you take this for the digestive enzymes and you take the probiotics and you take all that type of stuff. And with some people it's different so they can differentiate themselves. So it's aloe vera or whatever, okay? I mean, it's known out there what heals your gut. It has been, frankly, for a couple thousand years. So you do it and it doesn't work. So, so number one, how do you know you got leaky gut? You have those symptoms, what's the test for it? There is not a great test in the medical model, okay? Those of you watch me like for like 800 hours, not anti-medicine, you know that by now, okay? But the medical model doesn't even brace leaky gut yet. Go to your uh, your internist (laughs) who's gonna set you up for a colonoscopy at 2.30 on Thursday afternoon, because that's when the slot is open in the colonoscopy area. And, and you're gonna go, I think I got leaky gut and they're gonna laugh at you. Okay, I, it's ridiculous. And easily, there's gotta be a couple of hundred studies out there on leaky gut by this time. When I say about 125, I think we did that one like four years ago, or, we, or maybe even longer, that we produced uh, 125 peer reference journal uh, articles on, on leaky gut. So that's kind of where you're at on that. When you go to a functional medicine practitioner, depending on the level, in which they participate in functional medicine, they may use the functional norms to, uh, of, of, of just a, of a blood panel and on your complete metabolic panel, they may look at your protein and your globulin and if it's high or low. That was one of our earliest markers that we used to determine leaky gut in combination with the symptoms. Here we go, you got leaky gut. We're going to treat you for it next. We're not doing anything else until we see if we can get that under control. Most of you are familiar with the four R program. Well, maybe most of you are not familiar with the four R program, but that's the program that everybody's been using since you know since this whole thing started. And 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 and, and, and so that you, they would give you stuff to kill. and everything, if there's bacteria in there and they would give you stuff to decrease inflammation. And then they say you have to replace the uh, probiotics and you'd have to replace with enzymes. And that model works for like 10% of leaky gut, Maybe, maybe a little more, maybe a little more. Okay, because we didn't know all about leaky gut. Then along came a lab called Cyrex Labs and Cyrex Labs specializes in uh, antibody testing for chronic conditions, uh, neurologically, autoimmune-wise, and, and I use them, and I, I must tell you, uh, no test is perfect, okay? And, and Dr. Vajdani, who runs that lab and who's produced many of these tests, would be the first one to tell you that. However, once you've gathered the data, once you've done an exam, once you've done these tests, you can go a long way towards Uh, getting a a longer term response with the leaky gut. So leaky gut breaks, so leaky gut is a gut that breaks down. Cyrex has a a test called, and I don't have any affiliation with Cyrex, by the way. Okay, I don't make any money off of doing this. I should call them and make some money off of this, right? (laughs) That's, That's the way to do it, right? So anyway, so, but here's the point. There is this many types of leaky gut. There's four types of leaky gut. There's not one type of leaky gut. And, there's, and I, it could argue there's five types, but I'll explain that. So basically there's four types of leaky gut. When your gut breaks down, a number of things can happen. There's these parts of the intestinal chemistry, the o- o- occludin and zonulin. These hold your cells together so that they don't fall apart, and then allow stuff to get in between them and into the bloodstream. There's actomyosin, so the actomyosin is, is is the um, it, it is another type of uh, protein that that holds everything together, but it's different than the as you'll see the cludin zonulin ones. Okay, so these end up telling us whether we're having cells that break apart that l- a leak allow you to leak toxins and undigested food particles into your bloodstream or it tells us whether the cell itself the 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 actomyosin the cell itself is actually just being uh uh damaged and it and and literally it's going through your cells and in an, or or is both of them or are both of them being damaged? Okay. Are we having both the occludin and are we having the actomyosin damage? So one's called paracellular permeability, one's called transcellular permeability. And then we have this then we have this guy over here called lipopolysaccharides. You can look these up, put in capital L, capital P, capital S, and see what comes up. These are bad, bad buggers. They are the outside walls of bad bacteria that are in your gut. You got the gas, you got the bloating, you have those types of things, you, ha- you probably have these bacteria. If they stay in your gut, no problem. <laughs> They're part of the microbiome, they balance out good bacteria, but when, but when but when they break down and they get out of your gut and go into the bloodstream instead of the toilet, they have not even, come to understand the complete breadth of what they cause. But let me tell you a little bit about what they know. We know that when these lipopolysaccharides, lipo means fat, saccharides are related to sugar. They're the cell walls of a bacteria. When the bad bacteria breaks down and those cell walls become independent and they get out of that of that gut and they go into the bloodstream. They're called an endotoxin. So you can look up endotoxins. Endotoxins means a toxic piece of matter that comes from the endo, comes from the the intestines. Endo means intestines. And next thing you know, this stuff creates massive inflammation. If you have post concussion syndrome, I will guarantee you that your leaky gut is perpetuating your post concussion concussion syndrome, one of the things that, are, that is doing it. If you are fit or at least thin, you eat relatively well, you exercise a little bit or a lot and you've developed diabetes type two. Lipopolysaccharides have been shown to alter the ability of insulin to work and cause type two diabetes. It is argued that it may be one of the causes of Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Remember when I said um, one, of the, one of the symptoms w- of uh, intestinal permeability is uh, aches and pains throughout the body, this is it. I mean, these lipopolysaccharides get out and then they in flare up and autoimmune responses. And if you have immune antibodies, let's say against joint tissue, you're gonna get joint pain. If you have uh, it against uh, thyroid or if you have it, you're have, you gonna get thyroid symptoms. If, if you have it against, uh, um, and nerve fibers, you're going to get maybe a fibromyalgia-ish type of pain or maybe your peripheral opties is going to flare up. <coughs> this is no small thing. These things are bad buggers. So they're okay when they're in your intestines or in the toilet, but they're not okay when they break down and they go into your, um, into your uh, uh, intestines. How do you find out? If you have this, you find out if you have this. This is the only test I know of. I know other tests are developing, so I'm not familiar with them. There are other companies who are developing this test. I can't make a comment on if those are great tests or not because I've only seen a couple of them come across my desk. And I just know this company. I know Cyrex was the first one in the poll. I know Vajdani serious about this stuff. I've used their, 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 their uh, tests and their interpretations uh, understanding the parameters of them uh, with great success, and uh, and so so basically, um, you you would have to have something like this test to understand which type of uh, which type of intestinal permeability that you have to know how to take care of it. If you just have if you just have lipopolysaccharides. And, and you don't, you can you could, you could, you could actually just have lipopolysaccharides and not have all of these things. You're the person who has what we just called dysbiosis. We talked about that last week. You're the person who really doesn't need to be in here. What you need to do is you need to clean up your diet. <laughs> you need to exercise. You need to get enough sleep. You need to stop drinking if you're drinking too much. You need to do the things that are just going to allow your intestines to heal. You, 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 if you come in here, I'm going to look at that, and if I pick that up beforehand I'm going to say one or two things I'm going to say either you can, this is what it sounds like to me, you can go home and do this if it doesn't work, come back or we can run this test, and if it comes up like this, just here's what you need to do. you just need to go home, eat this diet i have a I have a copy of the like the a diet that would be normal for everybody, whether you're sick or not. Eat this diet. I don't even tell them to take supplements it's like eat this diet. <laughs> Don't drink alcohol or don't drink too much alcohol at least, you know, hydrate yourself properly, get sleep exercise and it'll get better, all right? This is not, you're not, you know, and, and 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 so it's kind of cool because you can tell that. Now, if you get into here and you have paracellular uh, leaky gut with, with with endotoxemia, in other words, the lipopolysaccharides are getting out, or you can have it with them not getting out, or you can have transcellular with them getting out or not getting out then that tells you what you need to do. Do you need, if, if they got out, you gotta kill them. You got somehow, you gotta kill them. There's a ton of different ways to do it. There's a ton of different supplements. You can look them up online. Um, and, and, and herbs and botanicals, and there's homeopathic remedies. And there's, uh, and, and, and um, so, so everybody's got their one, their but basically, you know, you're gonna be using some sort of a high powered natural antibiotic or a combination of 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 anybody. These are these are bad dudes. So they need to they need to die. <laughs> they need to go away, okay? Um so and and then you can tell also how aggressive you need to get with your intestinal permeability. When you have this when you have the junctions break so that so that so that chemicals and, and toxins and food particles from here go into your bloodstream, okay? And you have the cell breakdown. The um, If you look at this in a microsco- on a, a, a microscopic slide where they take a, a biopsy, it's unbelievable. It's like your whole intestines has just like given away and there's just stuff just flowing in there. That's way worse than if you have one or the other. It doesn't change the approach technically, okay? Of, of of getting on an anti-inflammatory diet and killing the lipopolysaccharides and then using all of the stuff that you would use to heal. But it is gonna change the timing of it. Somebody who has like just a little leaky gut, it's a little paracellular, the junctions are broken, they don't have lipopolysaccharides. I mean, they might be better in a couple weeks, okay? But somebody who has all that, it might take 20 weeks to get that under control. And it might take higher doses to get under control. So that's something that maybe at that point, maybe some of you out there have the ability to kind of try to figure that out, but that's something where clinical experience really comes in. That's something we're having the test data comes in. That's something we're having, that we're knowing what the person's symptoms are, how long did they have them? What exacerbates it? Does it come and go? There's a lot to evaluating that leaky gut. I think my biggest um, purpose in doing this other than bringing you through the hierarchy. Okay, and, and as you're doing, bringing you through the hierarchy of intestines and now fine tuning that hierarchy within the intestines to leaky gut a little bit. Uh, next, next time we're gonna go on to chemical sensitivities because intestines, leaky gut, chemical sensitivities are kind of a hierarchy. They kind of, um, they kind of go together for those of you who have multiple chemical sensitivities, that's gonna be our next subject. Uh, and at the same time, you're doing those if you're in a chronic stress response, being a functional, into functional neurology, okay? You're going to, you're gonna to have to do your, the stress response at the same time because I talked about one of the things that causes leaky gut is stress responses. If you're in a chronic stress cycle and you're trying to fix leaky gut, even if you have the simple version that I said, you know, gets really easy, uh, it, it could be really easy. It's not gonna be really easy if you're continually flooding the inside of your intestines. With, with stress hormones, okay? And you're on the leaky gut diet and you're taking the leaky gut stuff, even if, you, even if you have the simplest one of just the lipopolysaccharides and, and no damage. So there's that hierarchy, but my, I think the, the biggest thing, I, I, the second biggest thing I want you to, to get other than the hierarchy is, you know, you can't, you, you can't just look online on these things, you can. You can look online on these things, there, there's a ton of people who will tell you how to get, how to get it better. But the, I, the vast majority of time that does not, person does not get better for any length of time. Some of you do, okay? But for those of you who don't, this is why. Okay, this is why. So, so back to basics, leaky gut. There's, I could, you know, you could talk leaky gut, oh my God, you could talk leaky gut for like hours. You know, there's so much cool stuff to talk about it because it's such a it's such a piece of so many different conditions and uh, and and it's and it's and it's it can, it, once it starts getting a little bit more complex it's really an art to 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 get it under control food sensitivities you got to figure out what the person's food sensitivities are it 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 really becomes uh, it really becomes quite a an art we have a sign around here that said we didn't say it was going to be easy we said it was going to be worth it and that's one of the reasons is because that protocol of figuring out that person's gut and how to get it under control, between the stress hormones and between the the, the, uh, the dietary proteins of leaky, uh, that that cause food sensitivities and all that it's kind of, it can get, and get a little hairy. But it's everything is a hierarchy. Everything is a gradient. Okay, there's leaky gut that's a ten. There's leaky gut that's a one, and everything in between. Another reason that you may not respond to a cookbook. Um, approach. So that's leaky gut, uh, I think as much as, as you probably need to know to understand your own situation or, or, or search your own situation. One of my favorite subjects because it's one of the most important subjects relative to get to addressing all kinds of chronic conditions. Thank you. if, you're, if you're enjoying this, then then you know please don't miss next week next week is kind of a big big deal in most people's uh, uh, journey to wellness so okay that's it for this week thank you for watching again and uh, take care thanks for watching
0: this will conclude the episode
1: thanks for tuning in if you like what you hear please leave a comment and subscribe thank you